Welcome to the Thoughts with Lachman podcast. Um, my name is Lachman Sybil, and I'm a student at the Edgemont Junior Senior High School. I'm studying German through an online course at Oklahoma State University, and I'm also researching and learning about German culture myself. Um, I created this podcast to explore German culture and a few specific topics in German culture that I really just come across in my reading and my studying of German culture. And if I find something I find you know interesting, I dig deeper in it, you know, I, I dive into it, and then I present my findings. I, I just organize some notes, and I put a podcast together. Um, my podcast is called Thoughts with Auction. It's available on all platforms, and, uh, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, um, everything. And if you're interested in this type of content, um, leave a like, subscribe, and I'm going to continue to make more podcasts. Um, I also appreciate any feedback I get. Um, so if you can leave some feedback, it, it helps me improve the podcast. So yeah, let's get into it. So in this episode, this is part two of our, my two part series that kind of goes away from German culture. Um, and in this episode, we're going to be focusing on basketry, bamboo weaving, um, specifically East Asian bamboo weaving in, in China. Um, we, we're going to get back to German culture after this, but you know, this podcast isn't It's really just an expression of my my interest and my, and what I'm thinking about. And if I come across something from another culture that I find interesting, I will explore it and I'll, you know, we can we can include it in the podcast. So the podcast isn't exclusively uh German and and yeah, we're, we're I think this topic's really interesting. Just to the last episode, um we spent time focusing on Native Americans, Native American art. Um, the regional differences, um, you know, the role of nature, the purpose of art, right? In, in Western society, maybe art's a means of um, generating income, but Native Americans didn't view it the same way. Um, and also, you know, the the impact of migration patterns on, you know, in influencing artwork in different regions, um, the traditional framework that art has to be created. And I think Native American art is fascinating. Um, Also, it's naturalism, you know, how sculptors kind of just go with the flow. It's not all pre-planned. Um, so that was that's a quick recap of the last episode. If you're interested, you should check it out um, before listening to this episode, even though it's not necessary, though, because these are different topics. But that that episode came first in sequence. But, um, yeah, with back basketry. So, I mean, basketry was, was common with Native Americans, too. Um You know, Native Americans uh, certainly wove, um, uh, you know, baskets from, whether it's from twigs, grasses, bamboo, pl um, plastic more recently, but wasn't then, but they're different materials, they're different techniques that are used with, uh, with, with basket weaving, but it, the, The basis of basketry is so fascinating because there's no place in the world, really, except, you know, extremely cold, you know, places like Antarctica, maybe like the southern tip of Argentina. Um, but really, I mean, anyone can make a basket with twigs, with roots, with canes and grass, you can make a basket. And, you know, the, the quality of the materials available, the variety of the materials available, um, In a, in a region can determine the quality of the baskets. 
and the types of baskets um, and the importance of basketry to their culture. Um, but still, you know, baskets can be constructed from basically everywhere in the world where there is, where there are humans. That's an interesting point. Um, it's a very interesting point. I mean, it ties back to Native Americans. Native Americans were able to uh, produce baskets um, and that helped them survive um, in, in North America and without much else. And uh, many ancient civilizations, they relied on baskets to, to carry materials, to, to transport um, whatever it may be. And, and they were, yeah, they were a crucial part of, you know, Roman culture. I remember studying about basketry in Latin. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're very important. In East Asia, for example, um, you know, basketry is really, baskets are produced um, from bamboo, thin strips of bamboo, though. Um, and it's used for cages and fish traps. Um, you know, soft and rigid fibers are used together. The rigid fibers tend to provide the shape. The soft ones kind of hold the shape together. Um, but, you know, and another thing, just like with art, what's the goal? What's the purpose of the basket? Because basket, with, with basket weaving, I mean, there is an aesthetic. There's certainly parts of the world where there's an aesthetic uh, goal, right? I mean... You, the combination to interweave um, baskets together with natural resources produces a, can produce an aesthetically pleasing um, product. Um, but then also it has a very practical goal, a uh, very practical pur purpose. Um, you know, the, the, the coiled construction, so, you know, you're using coils produce these baskets, it's a continuous spiral around itself, spiral coiling. Um, there's seaweed coiling. I mean, there's, there's different words of coiling. I mean, we're not really gonna focus on the technical details as much. I included some stuff, I'm just looking through it right now. Um, but I think, you know, the, de the decorative devices, right? There's a variety of decorative possibilities from basketry. Contrasts of color and texture and, you know, each basketry has its own pattern, its own, whether it's geometric, whether it's just naturalism, right? Like we spoke about with the Native Americans um, in, the, in the last episode. In general though, you know, the two main types of basketry, plated and coiled baskets, and they're two type, and you know they kind of lend themselves into two different kinds of decoration. Um, and plated basketry and coiled um, are those two types of decorations. And coiled tends to be more flower shaped, more whirling designs. Plated, more geometric, more horizontal stripes, diagonal. Diagonals, triangles, um, you know, the prehistoric origins of basketry really can, uh, are, are proven by anthropo by archaeological evidence, um, 
proven by anthropologists, right, archaeologists, um, the evidence that the evidence certainly ex demonstrates that that basketry was used by the Romans, um, was traditional Chinese with historic Chinese culture in East Asia, um, Native Americans. Um, basketry was was common, and you know th those groups of people didn't have any ways of communicating with each other. Obviously, the Romans were in a different time period, but um, from comparing East Asia to the Native Americans, they didn't communicate with each other yet. They still um, discovered that you know basketry was an effective uh, solution, was an effective method to uh, for for survival, um, just to carry goods, just to. to to live their lives, and we still use baskets today. Um, forms of baskets, right? Whether it's a bag or something, that's a, still is a type of it, it relates to a basket. You know, researchers have concluded that you know many characteristics of basketry, um, and obviously basketry is less common, um, much much less common today especially in Western society. But, you know, I've visited India before. I've seen um, original Indian baskets, and, and they're made in India. And, you know, researchers have found that, you know, many of the characteristics of basketry remain the same today as they were before the third millennium BCE, which is a significant uh, difference in time. Let's just say that. which is Which is really interesting, the fact that in so many different parts of our lives, right? We've, we've innovated, we've grown, we're so much different than we were. Um, I mean, just think back to the 1920s, right? Just how different life was um, from now, even in like the 1960s, 1970s. I mean, you could even say 2000, right? Without a phone, without phones or, or iPhones at least, um, without mass, smaller computers, and they're widely available. Life has continued to, you know, we've innovated and our lives have changed, but baskets have still remained the same, at least in, in terms of the methods used to, to weave baskets together. Um, you know, with American Indian basketry, um, it's, it's arguably the most famous type of basketry. Um, Native American basketry. Um, they're noted for their twined and coiled work, um, their extreme delicacy, um, and, and you know their bold decorations and their and their delicate technique. Um, Central and Southern American basketry is similar. Um, really, the main difference is with the finishes used, and in the uh, in, in certain techniques. Um, Comparing that to East Asian basketry, right? Mainly bamboo is a big difference. Bamboo is very important. Um, both from a functional perspective, um, bamboo adds more stability to the basket. It's also thin, it's more flexible, so you have more um, you know, room to, to innovate, to create your basket, but regarding the shape, and it can adjust to different purposes more, more easily. And bamboo is important, so, so that's the functional. Um, benefit of bamboo and also from an aesthetic perspective bamboo is much nicer looking. It's more unique um, and you know 
Japanese baskets. I mean, and I recommend you search up uh, Chinese and Japanese basketry. You'll see some really interesting results. Um, and basketry is certainly a major component of uh, of their culture. Um, additionally, that you know the pr- the production of decorative objects is really a feature that um, distinguishes East Asian basketry from you know, the, the basketry of the Africa and Southeast Asia and Madagascar where the other places known for their decorative techniques, but um, still East Asian basketry is a little bit different. Especially with China. And, you know, I wanted to focus on Chinese bamboo weaving. Um, because bamboo weaving is really, it's, it's a craft of China. It's very China-specific. Um, like I said earlier, bamboo is very flexible, right? It's, it's thin, it's, but it is sturdy and it can be manipulated or woven into different patterns, um, to, to produce different goods. You know, under the Tang and Song dynasties, bamboo weaving started to, well, first of all, you know, before the Tang and Song dynasties, um, under the Qin and Han dynasties, bamboo weaving was used to make curtains, mats, other household goods, toys for children. Um, I mean, this was over seven years, 7,000, this was a significant time period away from, from where we are today, and they were using bamboo to, to make many um, important uh, lifestyle items. You know, after the founding of the People's Republic of China, um, you know, the government actually made an effort to preserve the cultural history and skill of bamboo weaving. Um, and, and one of the ways it did that by preserving the skill, because it's not as easy um, to make money from bamboo weaving anymore. So to, in order to preserve that skill, they awarded titles to based upon how accomplished um, your bamboo weaving was and, and, and your craft. Um, and they also distinguish some regions because the the regionality of 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 whether it's Native American art or Chinese bamboo weaving it's it's so interesting um, because from afar as a, you know I live in the United States and you think of China as oh, it's from China but you don't really think about the different regions of China and it and it makes it so much more different um, and I guess it's difficult to do if you don't live in the country. Or you don't have a you haven't studied that country ex- extensively, um, but still, you know it, it it's interesting. So with bamboo weaving, um, certainly regionality plays a a major role in in the style and you know the the, the decoration of it in terms of color and texture. Um, but yeah, and but back to the government re- rewarding certain regions for um, having a long history of practicing bamboo weaving. Uh, for example, Anyu County, um, Anyi, I think that's how you pronounce it. I, I something I found from my research. It's in uh, pretty east of of China. Um, has a population around half a million people, um, but it's mainly known for having over sixty thousand hectares of bamboo groves, and over forty different species of bamboo. Um, and this county is really important to uh, you know, the production of bamboo crafts 
because of their variety, right? They have over 40 different types of bamboo. And that, that lends itself in the regionality. Maybe some types of bamboo are more popular in part, parts of China than other parts of China. Um, and also just the quantity of bamboo growing there um, has, has made that region pretty, pretty famous in terms of bamboo weaving. Um, in contemporary China, at least, bamboo weaving is mainly a few main products or household items, you know, that bamboo weaving is used for furniture, uh, tea sets, you know, curtains, lanterns, baskets, hats, um, you know, th those are a few of the main products. And, yeah, you know, that's really, uh, yeah, I, mean, I, th I thought, I thought Chinese bamboo weaving, I, th I thought it connected to Native American art just because of the regionality of it. Um, I thought it also connected because of the purpose, um, you know, maybe before that the purpose of bamboo weaving wasn't necessarily to make money, but I mean, I don't even think it is still to make money. It, bamboo weaving was mainly a, a method for survival, right? It, back in 3 million BC, BCE, um, you know, bamboo weaving was needed to, to produce these baskets, to produce items, curtains, um, carpets that were, I guess those are technically decorated, but still, there were, there were household items that were important, um, at least baskets were important and necessary for survival. Um, and I think it's interesting how the Chinese government's actually s stepped in to, uh, to help preserve this skill, this, this cultural skill. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you found it um, interesting. If you're interested in learning more about Chinese bamboo weaving or um, basketry in general, um, I highly encourage you you research it. Um, I thought the, uh, the bamboo weaving in Anyi County stood out to me. Um, so if you want to search that up, it's spelled A-N-J-I, um, Anyi. Um, I thought there were couple really cool designs I, I was looking at some pictures online too before i made the podcast but thank you for uh joining me for the podcast today i hope you enjoyed and we will be moving back into german culture in the future but i enjoyed um you know taking a step away from it and exploring a new uh cultural topic so but anyways thank you for uh listening to the podcast i hope you enjoyed and uh goodbye